Hey, welcome to Film Friends. I'm your host, Jordan Smith. And with me, as always, co-host Kate Eingorn. Hello. Special guest, Matthew James Bailey. Yes. <laughs> I'm starting to think that you don't know my middle name. <laughs> I know it. I just don't want the public to know it yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> They're not ready. They're not ready for it. Episode number 42. How's it feel? We made it. We finally did it. I know. All those haters out there. <laughs> well, this is for you, haters. Um, and you know who this is also for? Episode number 42? Jackie Robinson. The great. The, the late great. <laughs> um, it's also the calling code for Czechoslovakia. <laughs> Where? My brain is <laughs> That's dying the only right now. 42 fact you have? No. Okay. It is also, this is the fact I really don't understand. If one were to fold a piece of paper 42 times, it would reach beyond the orbit of the moon. That makes sense. There's yeah, 40... wait, let me see. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> that checks out. Um, there are 42 U.S. gallons in a barrel of oil. Uh, Tower 42 is a skyscraper in the city of London, formerly known as NatWest Tower. That's true. And there's more, but I don't feel like reading them. And how could we forget the 42nd president, Bill Clinton? Ooh. Controversial? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, hey, 2018, year of the guest. We are now in our second season here. And some might call it repeat season. So without further ado, we're bringing back a fan favorite. Our horror (laughs) expert. Holiday expert. Intern. Best friend. Artist. Lover. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) What? hey And that is the great, the undeniably great. The undeniable (laughs) Mushu. Indestructible Mushu. Mike Paul Shaw. Hey. <laughs> hey, Mike. Welcome back. Hey, what's up? I think uh, you meant to say unconditional lover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's up? Uh, Would that be your wrestling nickname? The unconditional lover? <laughs> yeah, for sure. What would be your, uh, your like final move? The kiss of death. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I kiss him to death. <laughs> Oh, thank you guys for having me back. Yeah, it's, it's good to be back. We thought it would be appropriate one because we just wanted to check on you. Uh, How a, you doing? About a week ago, okay. <laughs> you sent some manic text or tweets to us. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was trying to spread awareness about Maurice Cambar's uh, production house. He was a Philadelphia University uh, resident. Evil. Evil. <laughs> yeah. Genius. No, he went to Philadelphia <laughs> University, uh, and I, I don't think he gets enough credit. Well, did you, read it? you guys claimed you didn't read the text or the tweet, so I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. I fine. read it. I don't think it went in. I he, didn't read it. He directed it. Hoodwinked. Oh. <laughs> oh. Movie. That's all it was. Well, dude, why did you say you? so? I did. Hey, <laughs> you did? Probably the first thing I said. Um, yeah, well, welcome back, Mike. It's been, it's been a while. When was the last time you were on here? Um, Rose I was Burn. on for the Rose Byrne episode, yeah, yeah where nice. I guessed her process. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Spot on. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not proud of that. And you know what? I just want to take a moment to shout out our uh, Australian listeners. That that episode brought um a lot of people from Australia to the podcast. Is it so, really? Yeah. Oh, sick. So just want to Thanks, shout guys. them out. Yeah. Are you? Thanks, mates. Are you joking? 
Not at all. Oh, sick. Um, yeah. You guys know a lot about numbers. I was just wondering, mm-hmm. Kate, do you like just keep track of things that you think of during the week and you're like 42 write it down yeah i have like a backpack with little scraps of paper that i just like write little number facts on just pull them out well we are going to start a side podcast if you want to get you know hop on board with this it's just going to be about numbers you can throw your facts into my backpack (laughs) if i think of one i'll write it on a post-it note and i'll mail it to you (laughs) thank you um well you know not only did we want to just check on your mental status mike um Another big reason you're in the studio today is it's the last episode we will be recording in this studio. Yeah, it's pretty sad. It is is sad. sad. The walls are bare. The walls are bare, but the the room will be filled with memories that live on. Always. (laughs) We're going to haunt. (laughs) I was going to say that it's going to haunt the next people that live here. Um, The next studio will be full of love. Yeah, absolutely. Unconditional love. Unconditional love. (laughs) For Um, sure. So, you know, that's why we brought you on. It, it just made sense um, oh, well, here. And also, the film friend today that we're going to be discussing, I think since day one, <laughs> you've been trying to push uh, for us to review him. So, yeah, you, you know, bleeped him out on the one episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're finally, uh, you know, giving him his, his time. Um, Well-deserved. Well-deserved. So without further ado, I'm going to throw it over to you. You know what to do. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to keep it super simple. I just wanted you guys to watch the movie Breaking Away. <laughs> I think Huff, a future of uh, past film friend. was he, Do you consider that the guest's film friends? No. No. Okay. Mm-mm. Past guest in that case. Uh, Matt <laughs> Huff is the only other person I think I know that really likes Breaking Away. And I've been trying to get people to watch it for a long time. So Dennis Quaid, one of the stars of, uh, of Breaking Away. Most famously known as Randy Quaid's brother. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Most absolutely. famously known yeah. as the Dad and Parent Trap. Most famously known as John Sullivan from Frequency. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Ooh. That's all you guys are just going. All right. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Sure. <dude>. Yummy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, Dennis Quaid breaking away. Best movie. Love it. All right. That's episode forty-two. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your favorite movie? It's up there. I watched it like pretty recently before I just watched this movie, or before I watched it again this time. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know what that has to do with anything, but I yeah. like it. It's really good. <laughs> Would you say he's one of your favorite actors though? I thought so until I watched the other movie. <laughs> I've okay. seen him in like, I looked it up and I, I wasn't sure if you guys still did this thing, but I've seen him in like 11 or 12 things. So I think mm. that means I like him a pretty good amount. Yeah. 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 For sure. How do you feel about Parent Trap? Love it. Was would be stoked to just talk about the Parent Trap all episodes. Same. So we can do that for a bit. We can have a Parent Trap segment where Kate and I just talk about Parent, parent Trap. trap. Lindsay Lohan, I've am I never right? seen it. So. I don't think I've I've. You have a sister. How did you not? See it? It's really see good. It. I mean, I think it's been on, but I don't think I like sat down and like, I also, watched it. I don't think it's just like a girls' movie. I think it was just like a kids' movie because I feel like I watched it. A lot of my friends watched it and stuff. So. True. Yeah. Um, yeah. You and your friend just sat around. And yeah, we watched it. The, Lindsay Lohan. Was hot. We were young, dude. <laughs> she had those adorable freckles still. And there were yeah, two of her. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And one had a fake British accent. Come on. Um, being that this is episode 42, uh, Dennis Quaid is in a movie where he plays Wyatt Earp, and it's got a 42 on Rotten Tomatoes. So oh, nice. Just a little nice. Good Shout out, Wyatt Earp. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> cool. <laughs> cool. Um, honestly, Dennis Quaid has never been on my radar. I've watched Frequency, and I was more of a Jim Caviezel fan. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Ooh. Um, it was also pretty close... 
uh, we won't mention the bad movie until later, but Jaws 3D was pretty close to the bottom. I thought that could have been pretty fun to bring back the whole mm. Jaws mm. thing. Ooh. Yeah. That could have been fun, but you know what? I know you're pushing off reviewing the bad one, but I honestly can't wait to review oh, it because yeah. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was on board too. Um, <laughs> Dennis Quaid, to me, was always like... I don't know. Like, I thought he always did. He's the kind of the guy that does, like, all the movies that he can do. Kind of like a Nicolas Cage. Like, he oh. just signs on and Maybe. just does a bunch of, like... You're thinking of The Rookie? Is that, like, your... <laughs> no, your I don't know. Like, the movie, like, our bad movie. I feel like that's, like, yeah. just another movie that he just signed on to do. Just... He might have been doing that recently. I feel like in the 80s, 90s, though, yeah. he was, like, on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like definitely more so now yeah. than before. For sure. But The Day After Tomorrow is sick. Oh yeah, that's right. He is in that. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I like that. Nice. Oh, I yeah. didn't know who he like was like named to face until this. I just knew him as dad from yeah from Hal Paratrap. from Parent Trap. Definitely yeah. prefer Hal's Randy. One of the daughters, I think, right? Hallie and Annie. Oh, maybe. What's I his, what his name? name is. His name know. is Dad. He's a winemaker. I love it. Uh, <laughs> he's also friends with uh, Ellen. DeGeneres. Yeah. Oh, he comes sick. on her show a lot. They're buds. Really. Yeah, interesting. And really, any yeah. friend of Alan is a friend of ours. Yeah, so. true. <laughs> Have um, you guys watched Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Ellen? The no. new season? No, it's pretty good. I know we yeah. don't talk about TV, but this is a web series, so. So yeah. it counts. <laughs> oh, nice. Way to sneak. The that ghost in, there. in the um, studio disagreed. Oh yeah, there's a ghost in the studio. It's already haunted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. He's also in a, a movie called Movie Forty Three. So next episode, you got to bring him up again. Okay. Thanks. Oh. You're welcome. <laughs> Well, you know what? Before we jump into the movies, I have to address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Is it the ghost? Should I should no, I tag out for this part? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. We'll 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 get we'll get into that as well. There's a lot of lines of business we have to address, but I just said there's an elephant in the room. Have to address it. Currently today, we are in the middle of a Mission Impossible mm. marathon. Oh yes, we are. And quite frankly. It's hard for me to think of Dennis Quaid right now when we have Tom Cruise on the brain. Mm. Is that the elephant in the room mm. or is that the secret agent in the room? Ooh. Mm. I think there needs to be a new phrase to replace elephant in the room. Yep. <laughs> it's the parachute it's not in the room. Um, we're just finished the third one. We watched one through three. Mm-hmm. I'm honestly... Um, <laughs> be honest. I'm not bored. I'm not... I'm just... <laughs> yeah. I love it. I'm not bored either before, you know... That's another reason why we had you on, Mike. Hey. <laughs> um, you kind of curate these marathons that we always do. Thank you. What have we done so far? We've done Fast and Furious. All seven. 14 hours. <laughs> and we did Die Hard. And Die, Die Hard. Hard. We barely made it through number five. I don't think we, we made it through We didn't make it through I don't think five. we finished that one. Yeah. Um, but party you're right. Down. This one. And Party Down. This one. Oh, we did Party Down, but we, we don't talk about TV. Um, but this one I am thoroughly enjoying. One, I've never seen any of the Mission Impossible movies. Um and number two, Tom Cruise. He lights up the screen. We found out in the last couple of days when people, when we've been pitching this to people, that he's a very polar. I mean, it's not news, but he's a very polarizing person. People mm-hmm. really hate his personal life. I love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I support it. I support whatever religious decision he wants to make. <laughs> Yo, I'm right there with you. Thanks. I'm like all over the board with him because personal, his personal life as of like fairly recently has been mm-hmm. bananas. 
but I feel like watching these movies, we've got to see a nice course mm-hmm. of like him through his fame. Yes, mm-hmm. I mean, so the first one's ninety six, then it's two thousand, then two thousand six. I think. Yeah. So we've seen him like over the course of ten years so far. Yeah. It's yeah. that part like fascinating to me. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy that they wait like in between each one. It's like at least like four years usually yeah. for the next one to come out. That's what's his name counting down the clock. Oh, Ving Rhames. Toast. Ving Rhames. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, true. Toast. Uh, but no, great actors. We've we've got Brian De Palma, John Woo, and J.J. Abrams so directors. far. Oh yeah, directors. directors. I'm sorry. They're directors, dude. <laughs> um, what does a director do? You. They act. <laughs> Was there any film friends in any of them? Future uh, film friends. Future for sure. Yeah, yes. future for sure. Ving Rhames. Ving Rhames. Simon mm. Pegg. P.S.H. Oh, Simon Pegg for sure. Um, Feisayhoff. Uh But yeah, I just wanted to kind of get that out there, just in case. Uh, we're talking about a Dennis Quaid movie and we accidentally talk about, talk about, about, about Mission Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Good Mike, I'm, I'm going to throw it over to you. You could pick which movie we review first. Let's talk about Beneath the Darkness first. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you guys always seem to be on a different wavelength than I am. <laughs> um, I would like to just bring it up by, uh, by saying that this movie was released on my Michael Jordan birthday, my 23rd birthday. Yeah. So, Shout out Michael Jordan. So that's the one good thing about it. Um, so Beneath the Darkness, a 2011 masterpiece. Rated R, 96 minutes, horror thriller. Hey, having hey. the harder horror expert in here. It's going to pay off. The this harder like horror. Barely horror movie. <laughs> Yo, I love it. Yo, the, uh, uh, wait, yeah. wait, let me give a synopsis <laughs> okay. before we jump in, because I have a lot to say. Right. There's a lot of stuff going on. With this uh, so, quick synopsis. After watching their best friend get murdered, a group of teens struggle to expose a local hero as the vicious killer and keep from becoming his next victims. Sick. Wait, they wish to expose a local hero? The main yeah, character? he's well. He's like a former like football star. Oh, that's okay. I, mm-hmm. I just I like interpreted he's a former that football star, and is he a teacher? Or no, something? he's, he's a, a mortician. Yeah. Oh, he's a mortician. <laughs> I, you keep saying that too. You, yeah, that's like was he a it's secret very agent? Obvious. <laughs> At one point, we were, Hunt. we were watching this, and it's because Jordan and I are best friends. There was a the van pulled up, and it said like his name and funeral home, uh-huh. and then Jordan was like, "What is he in a teacher?" And I was like, "Oh, he's a funeral homeowner." Dude, get it then, right. And then I was like, "Oh, he's a." He's like it works at a like, funeral home and then later Troy goes what does he do again is he teaching yeah, they mention it so many times it's, it's a, like a major plot point <laughs> it's, it's a movie about a mortician <laughs> killing <much>. people <laughs> sorry Dude, i just yeah. want him he seems like a teacher is he yeah. a teacher in a dog's purpose like what? <laughs> oh no <laughs> he kills it in a dog's purpose uh, he's in a movie coming out soon called like I can only imagine it's like a uh, like a religious it's about movie. That song. Or oh, yeah, exactly. it already came out. Oh, yeah. well, so that's the number one selling uh, or uh, most popular Christian rock yeah. song is of all really? time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that Jeez. is. You would know that song. <laughs> I guess they never listened to Under Oath. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so just to start off, DQ in this movie, Dairy, Dairy Queen? Queen, is bananas. Yo, his e cig. He, yo, he was oh, yeah. e before everyone was e Oh, yeah. This is 2011. It is 2011. Maybe it was on my 22nd birthday. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> my Jess Paul Shop birthday. <laughs> Shout out. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, so the e thing, I love it. Off. It's a great touch. But yeah. he doesn't – He's so halfway through the movie, he starts smoking that. Early on, he's not really – 
smoking it, but halfway through the movie, he introduces it. And it's in his mouth the rest of the I movie. I think it's because he smoke- starts getting stressed. Yeah, it's supposed uh, to show stress. Does he only smoke it at night, too? Because it blo- like yeah, lights up blue. blue. Yeah. Uh, when, when you first uh, used it, I thought it was like, because there's a big like flashlight theme in this. I yeah. thought it was like a pen light. Yeah. Nope. I Yo. thought it was just like an anti-smoking thing for kids. Like a way to be like, this is better than cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. So give it to the villain. <laughs> so, yeah. so you might as well give it to the person killing kids. <laughs> I wanna... What's his name? Vaughn Eli? Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Terrible. Great name. Terrible okay. name. Great name. <laughs> no one calls him Vaughn. Everyone calls him Eli. Yeah, it is a And it's confusing. not E-L-I. It's E-L-Y. Yeah. Ugh. So... Right from the beginning. <laughs> Can I just run through some quotes real quick? Oh, it's... yo, I recorded a nice quote that he had. Oh, hell yeah. If I'd I love could to play it. it. Yeah. yeah. We give well, you okay. permission. First, while you bring that up, let me just run through a couple. They do the thing that I hate where they just name characters' names. Hey, Vaughn. Hey, Jack. Danny, you can go get wings. Abby, we should go. Nice, Brian. Travis, Mr. Sovic. Aaron, please don't go. Thank you, Brian. I love that sweater, Mrs. Harwin. Like, it's, yo, it's beautiful. Travis is said. So, so many, many times. times. It's ridiculous. It's, it's like, okay, crazy. we I get it. Really but I know his I name now. It. <laughs> it's true. I really wish I tallied how many times I said Travis in this movie. <laughs> Babe, right. got that clip? Are I you wrote ready? Some quit, uh, I don't know if I'm ready, too. but I'm Yo, ready. Yo, are you ready? Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Let's see if it plays loudly enough. Yeah, you'll be fine. I've been lifting weights. Can you tell? I got two tickets to... <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, the You're gun just looking show? at your phone. I just want to... Fuck. I've been lifting weights. Can you tell? I got two tickets to the gun show. <laughs> funny son of a bitch, man. No, I mean, I got two tickets to the gun show. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, possibly. Oh, it's the best usage of the gun show joke. Yeah, yeah. the best gun reveal in any movie I've ever seen. <laughs> it was right off the bat. <laughs> and is that Chekhov's gun? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Check off shovel. Yeah. <laughs> but I do have to say that I felt so the man he pointed the gun at had a dog, and I actually felt bad for that dog because he was oh, like, yeah. "Max, run home." The way Dennis Quaid's character holds a gun in this movie too is bonkers. The yeah. way he screamed, yo, he plays crazy really well. Yo, I disagree. I was like, I don't think he <laughs> was cast very well in this. I think like it's tough to see him as a villain. I feel like he's either like the all-American dad or like the slightly aggressive like secondary character. I don't know. Like I don't I feel like he's not a great villain. I definitely got crazy <laughs> out of him. I don't know yeah. if he's a great villain, but he was throwing <laughs> he was me for loops. Crazy. <laughs> and there was no guess as to who the bad guy is. Like within the first 30 seconds oh, it's like sure. I am the killer. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, I I for some reason like I know he like kills a guy like immediately, but like <laughs> I was waiting for the twist for him to be like good for some reason. He doesn't just yeah. kill him, he, he literally buries him alive. <laughs> so basically his, yeah. his thing is killing people, making them dig their own graves and then getting them a flashlight casket and just, you know, letting them die <laughs> in their own grave with a flashlight. Yeah. And he has access to all of this cuz he's the mortician. So it's perfect. It's, and it's an so easy tightly app. written. Uh, <laughs> there's some pretty shoddy police work in this movie oh yeah <laughs> let's talk about the police work so the reason he's getting away with all of this is because he's just a popular guy everyone knows him he was the qb football star, star in high school which before they revealed that he i was like he seems like an old quarterback like yeah. he seems like that he plays that well For that's sure. one thing that like he looks like that he's I- also swole 
<laughs> Ew, there's Swole? one part. Ew. There's one part where he's, Dude, he's what the um, fuck? Get him some Advil. What, he's jacked. Well, there's okay. one part he's lifting weights and he has this protruding vein and he sh- actually like strokes his own vein. Like, oh, he's lifting he... weights on the phone. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There well, was something. He strokes his own vein. I thought it was going to be supernatural at a certain point like that Me because too. it's like he was like exercising and it seemed like he was using his energy to like keep that corpse alive or something. Well, I didn't know what was going there on. There is that supernatural aspect. So one of the teenagers that he then, you know, hunts down and terrorizes is named Travis. And when Travis was little, he could see death's ghost above his sister. His sister, Erin. Yeah, and who so nonchalantly that... points at him and then puts her arm back down. Yeah. <laughs> and there was like a ghost that said it's not your fault or something, or like a voice that said something There's like that. There's weird supernatural things going on, which you'd think that's going to come into play a little more, but it doesn't. doesn't. Literally it, no payoff. No payoff None. at all. Except starting multiple arguments with his mother at the kitchen counter. Oh, the mom was really bad. Oh, so bad. Really yeah, bad. I will say the mom was bad. His friends were sick, though. Yo, oh. I, don't, I don't believe they'd all be friends. <laughs> no, I don't no, yeah. I, I agree with that. Yo, Travis is like a smart kid, but a bad kid, and like I don't know what <laughs> also, he was, and there are football players and a cheerleader. <laughs> but not only is it like a weird mix of kids hanging out, but all of them do the homework. Like, yeah. all of them do all of the reading, <laughs> contribute to all the class oh, discussions. English class, they're like all the best English students of yeah. all time. Even, there's even one point where they're like, you can't go out until you finish your homework. She's like, duh, I already finished my homework. Like, it's yeah. like, homework's no big deal in <laughs> this universe. We got this. There was some weird thing, too, where it's like, he didn't tell them the story about his sister dying until like eight to ten years later. He yeah. was seven yeah. when it happened. Now they're yeah. like presumably juniors in high school, and, and they're just telling the story now. And then they start picking on him like, oh, your sister's dead. It's like, dude, yeah. eight years late on that. Yeah. yeah, the one friend like has, well, like the other two, there's a, there's a girl, her boyfriend, and then the side friend and then travis who's the main right. guy yeah the, the girl's side friend the girl's boyfriend brian has something against ghosts so oh, like so hard so hard like he had like a bad experience where like oh where he went to that house or something something happened with him where he just gives his friend so much shit about believing in ghosts and then it's yeah, weird. It's that, really weird. He had like something like against him yeah the side friend is a strange looking yo person. i liked him though did you Rest in peace, but yeah. Yeah. I liked him. Yeah, I mean, he was like, he was a good guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who the side friend is. He was he's like the guy who got, they would all got his fun of his head height. stomped on. Yeah, he's the guy who got killed. Oh, it was like yeah. really brutal, by the way. Yeah. And then they're like, yeah. and then they're in the hospital, like, your friend's dead. It's like, yeah, no shit. He got thrown down the stairs and he got his head squashed. But that same guy also said, God. <laughs> I'm awesome. <laughs> it's a good character exposition. Yeah. DQ also says most accidents happen in the home after he, he stops on, on his head. <laughs> no, that's after he pushes him down the stairs yeah. and then he stops on his head. I, I do kind of like that it's one person's word against the other at the funeral mm-hmm. or yeah. whatever. It's like, it's just, you know, who are you going to believe me? Or Let's go back, though, to the police officer's <laughs> word. Because <laughs> there are some moments where, like, for the first murder when he kills the kid in the home, they come back. They come there and they just believe him that the kid fell. They were like, no did someone get murdered asked. in here? Oh, cool. Okay, bye. No questions asked at all what the kid was doing in the house. Like, nothing. Mm-hmm. And the cops are like, okay, he just fell down the steps. Yeah. yeah. Why don't, would he be in that house? Don't do like an autopsy and see that his head was squashed by a boot. Like, there's probably yeah. a boot mark on his head. Also, I don't know if it's that same day or another day. They go in his backyard <laughs> and there's is where he's like 
buries them initially or something mm. um there's a tarp laying flat there and the cop goes over to the tarp and just like <laughs> caresses rubs it. it and he's like oh and that's my like, tomato <laughs> garden yeah, he's, he's like, like oh <laughs> i gotta get one of these tarps <laughs> he's like i gotta get one of these tarps. get one of these like you can't buy a tarp he told him anywhere. that grass grows like 10 times faster under the tarp and he doesn't even check to make sure that that he fact just feels is up accurate. the tarp yeah. and he's, he's like, like i gotta get me yeah, one of these yeah. obviously well, his for- motive is not for grass <laughs> they foreshadowed like the buried alive thing with the telltale heart thing oh, pretty hard, yeah, right, very right. hard. Like beat you which i feel it. like is so overdone let me just so say this is like a kid's movie this is like a like a teen kid's oh, movie yeah. so like it makes yeah. sense it's yeah. just we're not mm-hmm. the right what is his this. motive guilt so <laughs> something we're, we didn't address oh is... his hair <laughs> let's talk about his hair yo it is the most of the time hair that like combed forward emo perfectly. Oh, oh I thought you were talking about oh, Dennis Quaid. Like, no. <laughs> Quaid's balding, but he looks great. <laughs> yeah, Dennis Quaid has great hair. <laughs> I was so distracted by Travis's hair the entire time of this. He does movie. definitely has like senses fail hair. Oh, for sure. Put up half the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. We love Travis. Had to though. I, I wish Travis yeah. went on to do bigger and better. The things. girl in the movie is uh, one of the stars of. Um, Friday night, Friday night lights. Amy oh, Tea Garden. You mean the yeah. girl that goes, "Ha ha, how are you?" <laughs> yeah. uh, yep, that's her. <laughs> Yo, there was also a, like a little bit of a love interest from the widowed uh, Sylvia. I think her name was the girl whose husband was killed in the beginning, which you find out later on. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, her and Sovik, the teacher, are like at a football game getting cozied up. I thought that she was going to get like abducted, and then Sovik was going to have to come in and save her. But they just abandoned. The- you don't see them again for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. I they don't remember it. those characters at all. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's like the, the teacher oh. teaching about the telltale heart and then yeah. Sobek, who like the teacher is oh, yeah. talking yeah, yeah, yeah. to Travis early on, trying to oh, be like, yeah. you're doing great. You got an A on this test. You're smarter than that. Like, keep keep, keep yeah. They were probably right. murdered. I, DQ went on a rampage. Also, now that you say that, <laughs> I did remember that when they were at the game, it looked like he was trying to like fake excitement for the football team. Like he's like a antisocial. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like picking up other people's cues. Right. I don't know. There, oh, I don't know. The town was called Smithville. There was no <laughs> effort put into that. But it was all. based in Texas, which made more sense oh. to me as it went on. Quaid's from Texas. Yes, he is. Houston. Um, Houston. <laughs> Houston. There was also a scene. So I thought, I judged this movie way wrong, but I thought he was like keeping his dead bride alive somehow with like magic or something. Cause he's dancing with her in the window and she's floating. He's just because and he's a mortician. He could preserve the right. body. Really. But her yeah. eyes were glowing and stuff. So I thought she was going to be like, I thought she was going to stay alive. Supernatural. Mm-hmm. I also would have loved it if it was just like home alone style, the Michael Jordan thing that he does where it's like a <laughs> yeah. train going around. There wasn't Aww. actually anyone in the window. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, it Got was a good laugh about so that. creepy how he just kept, what, what is that short story? Rose, Rose for Emily. And that's it, why I was like surprised they didn't do that. Yeah, instead of yeah that short story. Um, so yeah, basically, uh, rewind like ten, fifteen years. He caught his uh, wife cheating on him with another man, um, and so he decided to murder the man and then also murder his wife. But he like preserved her body and just kept her in his house, and that's kind of what ignites the whole thing. The teenagers come upon. Uh, his house. I don't know why they go. They in. go bowling and they decide. Wouldn't it be cool to go into his house? No, no. Yeah. They go bowling, go to a movie, and have to be home by ten, <laughs> and then still find time to break and into they, this dude's why house. Why do they go into his house? Because like, it's it, like there was something house. to do with like ghosts. Right. It was like, like oh, well, war. you guys don't believe in ghosts. I heard there's a ghost here. Let's go check it out. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so they they come upon that and they see the wife's body there, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then he catches them, starts killing them one by one. And the cops yeah. are like, nah, it's a mannequin. Sorry, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the staircase thing is very um, hot right now with uh, that documentary, The Staircase, on Netflix. Oh. Mm. The, oh. You guys uh, don't know about that, I guess? No. Nope. Uh, I avoid I've TV. Heard, the ghost yeah. in the room has heard of it. Yeah, I mean, it's. I've heard it was like big. a huge case where like this woman falls down the stairs and there's a the cases against her husband of whether he killed her or she just oh. fell down the stairs. So it is true that most accidents happen in the home? That's true. <laughs> what does the ghost. the ghost have to say about the staircase? I've never seen it. <laughs> but <laughs> you've yeah. heard of it. There that you were many... nodding your head. Yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> there are too many episodes. I looked it up. I think there were like 12 of them. Were you just going to hold the mic oh. up for me? <laughs> so you guys said you didn't. Now you've heard of it? I heard of it. I, oh. Oh, I, know, <laughs> I, I know what the cover looks like. Oh, okay. It's a staircase. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's way too long. And each, it's like the whole court like thanks so drawn out like an hour long like 12 episodes like too much there's something i need to address in this movie why is every adult automatically at the front door when someone goes to (laughs) the entire movie they're like there then they're just there your parents didn't just wait by the front door (laughs) (laughs) they're looking out the front window we're like oh someone's here (laughs) i like at one point when he reveals uh all about his wife and why he did it and stuff he's he just like looks at Travis he's in, or somebody. He says, I'm lovesick is what I am. Oh, I know. And then they play that lovesick song. They play the lovesick credits. blues by yeah. Hank Williams. Yeah. <laughs> the little yes. Walmart boy. They're, so corny. I'd be remiss if I didn't talk about the casket match. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a sick <laughs> casket match at the end of the That's movie. sick. Uh, but yeah, he buried basi- a live match. Basically, this movie was pretty terrible, but I really loved uh, DQ's performance. Yeah, it was Yo, crazy. Yeah, I didn't like his performance. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They never um, brought up how Travis basically stole his boy's girl, and just Yo, like he was like ki- like were they she, dating? I thought I that she was they with. Had a thing, they had a thing the whole movie. They were doing Shakespeare in the well, beginning, right? It's the, they oh, got matched. Travis, well, no, no, Travis talking about chemistry. You're talking about Brian and yeah, Andy like the, character. the dude who was a dick. I assume with they the were girl. just like yeah, yeah. I assume they were the popular kids where it's like foot, uh, like quarterback and cheerleader kind yeah. of thing. So like maybe they were dating, but I didn't. It, it, get it they that definitely way. led you to ble- like they were always in the car together. Like they were always yeah, it made you think that because <laughs> standing it, next to each other. <laughs> wanted it to feel like she's with someone else, but she falls for the bad boy. Yeah, exactly. Or falls yeah. for the emo boy. Yeah, yeah exactly. she could have really used some like. Uh, what's it called? The five point exploding palm technique or whatever from Kill Bill she, when she was in like the casket, just like oh. break her way out. That'd be sick. Yeah, she could have used some of Tom Cruise's stuff too. I, from Mission oh Impossible. yeah, she could use yeah. a gadget the or two. The, the I, exploding gum. Yeah. Oh, that would've been great, especially for a teen movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think Quaid was like a little too unhinged. He was firing a gun at this kid, running away, punching women, like punching teenage girls. Yeah, he, he was, was crazy. off his rock. I want to talk about when they unbury the body from the beginning to rebury someone else. <laughs> Yo, unbury. Oh, Travis. They literally like, and they pull the, bo- the body out and he's still wearing the glasses. <laughs> I yeah. saw a lot of things online that were like, this movie is like a teen, like almost like a lifetime movie of Disturbia. And it really is. Uh, it's like, yeah, yeah, it kind of is. I can see yeah. that. But I saw that a lot of different places. I'm wondering if they use that as like a sales pitch for the movie or something. Also, do you think it inspired that Ryan Reynolds movie where he's like trapped in a casket or a box the whole time? Do you know what I'm talking about? Van oh, Wilder? I do. Buried. It's called like Buried. buried. Yeah. yeah, never heard of it. It had a real buried vibe. <laughs> so there Sounds was, like a movie you'd be into. There was a very big like 
plot hole, which kind of makes sense. If you're going to tape two people's hands together in a trunk, wouldn't you tape them behind their back so they can't just, like, get out of it? And don't you tape yeah. them, like, on their skin? You tape them on their clothing, yeah. which they could slide right you just out. just take off your shirt. Yeah. Yo, I, <laughs> yeah. I've never had my hands taped, but... I don't think yeah. it would be that hard to get out. I'll go yeah. get some tape real quick. <laughs> and see if I can get out by the end of the episode. <laughs> real Houdini. Yeah, the way out. she escapes, though, was pretty cool. But then she like, comes back. Like, she was back. very stealthy about it. Yeah, the way she comes back In as his wife. In a wedding dress? <laughs> on top of her clothes? Yeah. Was I, there was brilliant. Uh, brilliant. <laughs> brilliant filmmaking. They just abandoned so much stuff. Like, I actually kind of liked the flashback of him and his sister and some supernatural stuff going on. I thought that would yeah. come back up. It yeah. never came back it, up. He though. had, like, a flashback to it again, but it was just, like, to remind you that it happened <laughs> or something. The only time it comes back is when he fights with his mom in the kitchen and says, You don't believe me. You never believed me. Yeah, and yeah. And the then, kids. The kids make some questionable. Cho- like they don't call the cops ever. <laughs> yeah, but then the movie. But they're just, smart. The the icing on the cake is the breaking of the fourth wall at uh, the end by DQ, oh, and he says, "Love sucks." It's and then love sucks starts playing. He's in a padded ending. cell. I hated yeah. it. Like uh, they they wanted to use that. It was so oh, yeah. bad I couldn't sit through the credits to see who the best boy was. So oh. sorry. sorry, best boy. I apologize for the best boy. Mike Does has Mike it? have it? The credits were like six plus yeah. minutes. I don't have the best boy, but at the very uh. end, it was in loving memory of Bruce Wilkinson, family man, screenwriter, Texas gentleman, dreamer. Uh, and this movie is his only credit. Yeah, I guess they don't really like him that much. He yeah. wrote something called Bruce's Theme. I don't know if I'd want this an immor- memoriam <laughs> with this well, movie. Well, I think he's. Him. I think he probably wrote it and directed it and passed away before it could come out. Or oh. something, is my guess. Uh. Well, no, he didn't direct it. Oh, Martin yeah. GG did. Well, he wrote it then. <laughs> yo, yo, it sucks that um, yo, what do you do in the situation where it's like one word against the other in like? An adult versus a teenager, like yeah, like do you just gonna win. do you just get like fucked? You make a Netflix <laughs> documentary on it. Oh, there was also called making of a murder, but it wasn't one word against another. It was like three words against yeah. another. But th- oh, they were all teenagers, so their words don't. Yeah, they're doing count. drugs. But, but and they also drinking. broke into this dude's house too. Like, like mm-hmm. yeah. there's fault on both sides. Way more on the dude who killed somebody, but like, <laughs> but and tried to kill the rest. But they should have at least gotten per- like. Parole. Uh, parole or like in trouble for breaking in community service you mean? yeah i don't the know the movie just doesn't make any sense dq is so sloppy though, can we stop calling everything. him dq please yeah, <laughs> this is dennis please. quaid damn it i wish you were doing rq what what's your what's oh, your no. <laughs> i wish you were doing tom cruise oh, i wish you were I'm doing in. tom yeah Hanks. randy quaid just so much more intriguing with his Are like you kidding the, me? where he went like crazy and shit and <laughs> I don't know anything about You're just about exploiting him. his insanity. <laughs> Yo, he's more interesting. Yeah. Um, you, did you see Breaking Away? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm the coming of age expert. <laughs> Yo, I'll, I love that. Yo, I, love I might... It. Yeah, actually, I might be the coming of age expert. I'll you fight might, you for it. There's not a kid in the movie. Um, so I'm what's out. your initial rating of this movie? And now after exploring it, what is your rating? Someone else go first. <laughs> I'll go first. My initial rating was a two. Um, after reflecting on DQ's performance, <laughs> I'm bumping it to a two and a half. Oh, God. Yo, Wait, you sh- bumped it up. Yeah. Strong <laughs> 3.2. So specific. Yeah. What? So- soft 2.7? Yeah, soft 2.7, strong 3.2. What bumped up the extra like 0.2 from a three for you? Um, I never... <laughs> 
Wait. I never, I uh, never so, said it was a three. Well, okay. I would assume it would be a round number. Why are you bumping it to 3.2? Oh, uh, you know, that's just what it rated for okay. me. All right. That's the Keep rating. Working on that duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> I'll meet your ankles, too. Uh, I initially rated this a 2.3. And mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna keep it there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, I'll keep. I rated it a two, and I'll keep it at a two. I was gonna downgrade it to a one, but I, who cares? I, I'm not gonna put any more thought into beneath yeah. the darkness. It's like I'm not gonna watch it again, but it was really fun to make fun of. Aw. Aw. <laughs> it's a movie you love to. Would you ever movie suggest you love to hate to watch this movie? <laughs> no, no, I would say I would say no. I, if if I knew any teens, maybe I would maybe say watch <laughs> really? the first five to eight minutes so you see that gun show jo- like reveal, yeah. and then you could turn that's it off. That's not even the first five to eight minutes. That's like the first two one to two minutes. Yeah, there's so many movies. Well, stick around a little longer. You might yeah. get into it. Actually, I'll give it a two point zero 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 one because there's a scene where he gets he gets like hit in the ankles with a shovel at the end and fires a gun into the sky <laughs> by accident. Uh, yeah, why good, did good they gag. not use that shovel against him more often? If I was in the situation where I'm digging my own grave and he's just holding a gun at me, I would take the dirt, throw it in his face, and hit him with also, the shovel. Also, if I was dead. in that situation, <laughs> I well, I'm going to die anyway. I've seen it happen a million times. Yeah. So you'd be dead. <laughs> I would have refused a lot earlier. He didn't start refusing to do it until they actually got to the casket. He was like, no, I draw the line here. There was also a scene where he had him at gunpoint, like, behind the house, and the cops were in front of the house. Mm-hmm. If he just, like, screamed yeah. anything, he could be like, oh, yeah. she's in the casket. Like, I mean, like, gone a lot of different I ways. would much rather get shot and die than buried alive. be buried yeah. alive. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't I, I wait think until possible. I was in the... <laughs> I've been watching a lot of Mission Impossible lately. Anything yeah. is possible. It's true. Very true. Do you think Tom Cruise will be buried alive at some point in four or five? Ghost Protocol or Rogue Nation? No. No, but I think the newest one out in theaters. I think he probably was buried alive in The Mummy. Out in theaters on Thursday. (laughs) Who was buried alive? Tom Cruise probably was buried alive in The New Mummy. Just an assumption. I forgot he was the new mummy guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. New mummy, mummy man. He's that new mummy mummy, guy. The mummy man. Well, we're between movies here. That was a quick one. Yeah. Was it quick? I feel like we just rattled It felt like a weird dream. Yeah. Um... (laughs) But we're between movies here, so how are you guys feeling? A little hungry because our sandwich we got was not good. I'm good. I'm a little thirsty, but I, I got some water, so thank you. Okay. And if you have to go to the bathroom, you could go to the bathroom in the middle. Of the I'll just go right here. A lot of oh, our good, guests good uh, hold it. I'm go. not a fan <laughs> of holding it. <laughs> um, cool. Before we move on, I think now's a good time to address another line of business that we want to address. Ooh. Now should I tap out? Now you should okay. tap out. But oh. you can tap in if you have something hot to say. We'll just kick got, your ass. I've got nothing to say. <laughs> if you follow to... us on Twitter, you're already aware. The glass trailer's out. Mike, I would love to kick your ass, so chime in whenever you want. Whoa. <laughs> so um, we watched the trailer a little earlier today. I saw mm-hmm. it once before. What are our thoughts on it so far? First name Mr. Last name Glass. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm not a hundred percent. I'm not gonna lie. I think I honestly do think there is potential for it to be like just okay. Yeah. I judging I by the trailer. To, I need to know how they get them all together. Yeah. I just I'm worried, but I'll put my 
trust in M Night. Trust in M Night. Yeah. I'm excited because I know that he has been doing a lot of like reading of comics lately. So mm-hmm. like during the making of it. So I'm hoping mm. that some of those influences make its way into the movie in a good way. But I'm hoping there's also potential that it could do the opposite. Yeah. That can make it like too like hokey. So we'll see. It, the, the trailer's a little hokey, and I'm just thinking maybe because it's like big studio, they cut it up and portrayed it that way. The directors usually never have a or a big influence or say on the way trailers are. So I'm hoping like the tone is a little more artistic or something in the yeah. movie because the way the trailer is, it's just like. I don't know. Mr. Glass looks awesome. Yeah, he does look awesome. He does look awesome. Um, I want to know how they got, uh, I guess, David Dunn's character, Bruce Willis's. Mm -hmm. Like, why is he in the, like, mental institution with, like, Like those other guys? Quote, unquote, caught. There is a quick scene. There's a quick scene showing that, you know, how he has to touch people. And then, so he bumps into James McAvoy's character Uh in one of the scenes. I bet there's some sort of either altercation there or it, it raises like awareness in his character yeah. that maybe he follows him gets him in trouble somehow so, or they use james mcavoy to bait him i don't know so isn't it, he it, in the end of split he is yeah, maybe true maybe he's yeah way. well it, yeah so it just seems like i don't know if that scene is happening before or after the one where so it, it seems like for some reason i don't know why james mcavoy's character I don't know what his motives are, really, because he has, like, these, like, cheerleaders kidnapped, and he's, like, doing his weird little mm-hmm, mm-hmm. thing where he's doing all those parts. And, yeah, I just don't know where, like, where the movie's supposed to be going. That's that's you know what I mean? What like, I need to what's know. The, yeah. What's the plot? They don't really say, like, what the big issue is or anything. It's, like, well, she pretty, like, Sarah Paulson says, like, oh, we're studying, like, this new area of psychology, Mm -hmm. that's like superhero based so they might go into a lot of like the psychological elements of these characters hopefully anya taylor joy is in it again i don't really get that but (laughs) yeah i don't know what she's gonna bring to the table either yeah like we'll say that yeah trust trust the process trust trust them you know we didn't get lebron we got rid of rashawn (laughs) you gotta trust the process there's no tlc no justin anderson our team's falling apart (laughs) mike you want to tap in Tap back in. I'm back in. Okay, okay. cool, cool. Um, <laughs> Yo. Yeah, go ahead. Can it get hot in here? Oh, are you trying uh, to get hot? Are let you me, cheating on the me, hot let list? Let me turn up the thermostat. I just want I want it to be known that you're hot. I mean, this, this, is, this, is, this is, I would say, this is the first time we ever forced the heat here, but... Uh, I accidentally well. forced the heat by just saying it the one time. But... <laughs> but, yeah, let's, let's, let's get it hot. He's got quite a roster. Cue the music. Rasta. Yeah, I, I might feel weird. Do you know this more than I do then? Are you looking at it? Well, I, I mean, I know. I just know. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't have, like, the chronology. Do you usually have, like, usually have, like, uh, who he dated and when and for how long well, and how it's also, they were? It's also, it's important in sex life, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a ghost. Oh, up. The, the ghost, ghost has to pee. The ghost has to pee. The limping ghost. Ghost protocol. All right. Bailey, do you have Ooh. it? Uh, yeah, I got it up. Um, <laughs> our sources Ooh. have a few uh, a few ladies here. Hey, ladies. <laughs> See, I told you it was going to get hot. <laughs> and is it hot? Um, 
so his first uh, first marriage, <laughs> I guess, is to a woman named PJ Souls, who would be oh. the perfect film friend. Oh, that sounds familiar. What is she's what, do we, what do we know her from? She'll be showing up in the next movie too. That we True. review. What Halloween, do we know her from? Carrie, Breaking Away, uh, Rock and Roll High School. She's in like a more modern movie too. Maybe she's like in the new Carrie remake or something. But she's she's awesome. One of the best hot girls, according to Matt Bailey's <laughs> list. Uh, no, <laughs> the best hot girls of 1999 were. Britney Spears and Sarah Michelle Gellar, oh, according to my list. I can't Sarah disagree. Michelle Gellar I can't disagree. What list are we referring to? The best hot girls list. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. My best hot girls <laughs> list of 1999. Um, um, but in the interest of today's marathon, he has a connection to that guy too, huh? Who? Meg Ryan. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have Meg Ryan here from 87 to 2001, but Isn't even she... before that. Ooh. Leah Thompson. Oh, oh nice. nice, nice. From eighty-seven to, from eighty-two to eighty-seven. Are we talking marriages? Um, I think they were d- engaged or something. He was married three times. <sighs> yeah. Kimberly, why? Why can't he find love, Mike? Uh, I don't think he would be an easy man to love. Uh-huh. <laughs> he seems no. a little. He seems a Whoa. little like strict. He also has me. some mental health issues. Yeah. Like his some... brother Randy. <laughs> Could run in the family. <laughs> his brother Randy or uh, his half brothers or oh no. Half sister and half brother, Buddy and Brandy. <laughs> Buddy, Brandy, Randy, and Dennis. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Some Houston names. He's friends with Bradley Cooper too. That's oh, kind of hot. That is <laughs> odd. So hot. That's hot. Um. So yeah. Then came Meg Ryan from eighty-seven to two thousand one. Yeah, they so were together a, for a while. It's a long time. Mm-hmm. Um. And then in two thousand one, he had a little fling with uh, Andy McDowell. Oh shit! You know who she is, right? No. Oh yeah. Can I see? Hey, Andy. Oh yeah, yeah. I didn't, you've got more than I've got now. <laughs> and uh, then, we have our sources. <laughs> a little bit. And then, um, you know, there's a few others. No one. Uh, is he currently married? I think freshly divorced, maybe. Uh, the last person I have is <laughs> some some woman named Santa. Oh. <laughs> wait, is there nothing on Kimberly Buffington in there? I have Kimberly Buffington. Okay, they were married for wait, a bit. Wait, oh yeah, wait. from 2003 to. Let's not. To, to, let's <laughs> not skip over over the fact that he's dating Santa. <laughs> Claws? Yeah, from 2003, <laughs> from 2003 to 2016, Kimberly Buffington. I don't know who that is, so yeah, I didn't really say that. Currently, Santa. <laughs> it's a it's a method acting technique. A long, him and Santa have been in a long term relationship <laughs> since July 2016. He goes to the North Pole. Santa comes down to LA. <laughs> Uh, Yo, who names their daughter Santa? I don't know. Like that's, that's a, like that's. Rude. I mean, it's Saint in like, oh man, Spanish, right? Or Portuguese? Whoa. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, I might be making that. <laughs> I be. just like to picture him and Santa Whoa. Claus together. Is she a Playboy bunny? Ooh, Santa, <laughs> Santa baby. Ew. <laughs> he also sings barefoot. He sings in a band called Dennis Quaid and the Sharks, and he sings barefoot to be more comfortable. That's cool. Yeah. I was going to ask you about the band name. Yeah, I approve if that's what the question is. Yes. <laughs> I love it. You know what? Since we're talking about his his feet, <laughs> I think now's a good time to find out what's your height, what's your weight. All right. All right. So we've got um, 6'1 from Mike, 
uh, also 193 pounds, and that he was born on April, <laughs> thank you, 7th, 1963. <laughs> Bailey said he's 6'1 as well, 205 pounds. He's a Scorpio, and he's... And Randy Quaid is greater than, greater than, greater than. <laughs> nice, dude. And then Jordan said he's 6'1", a Gemini, 182 pounds, and born on 420, dude. <laughs> Sick. Do we all, did we all write 6'1"? Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely 6'1". <laughs> so he's actually 5'11". Ah, like me. He used to be 5, or used to be 6 foot, but he shrank. Damn. Uh, <laughs> Time has not been kind to the Quades. He's 174 pounds. Ouch. That makes Jordan the closest on that one. He also struggled with some anorexia problems, didn't he? Yeah, he started uh, in 2000. He um, suffered from anorexia to the point where that's why he like his career halted because he had to like get treatment. But I think he uh-huh. did it for a role or something like that. I think he, he like pulled a Christian Bale and lost like 50 pounds. He was but, down to like 140 or something but, like that. But it became like a diagnosable thing. Yikes. It wasn't just for like a role anymore. That's crazy i feel i mean yeah you don't really he has a lot of other too many stuff men too. going through he anorexia. also had like a, a drug abuse problem cocaine, with cocaine oh. for 20 years <laughs> it's not funny mike you picked the winner bro. i love dennis quaid i love him for breaking away all of his flaws he makes Yo. me feel really uneasy well, me too. I, that's mm-hmm. what i'm saying i feel like he'd be really strict and stern but he seems scary yeah. Scary. He's yeah, you're thinking me. of Beneath the Darkness. <laughs> 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 Yo, it stuck with me. <laughs> you ready for his birthday? Yeah. April 9th. Damn it, so close. Whoa, you're so close. 1954. Oh, I, I looked it up and I just don't remember it. Because <laughs> I, I was reading his Wikipedia page and it was, it was just there. Yeah. <laughs> and he's an Aries. Yeah. Um, hmm. Want to hear my other fun facts? That's interesting. Oh. He definitely comes Mike across as a Aries Scorpio. Mike guessed Aries correctly. Oh, nice. I knew he was an April guy. Um... <laughs> Okay. His, do you want to guess what his hobbies are? I think going I know going to church. Them. Yo, inline skating. He's a pilot, right? I feel like him and Kurt Russell are kind of similar, and they're both pilots, and that's probably what I should do with my life. All right, you ready? <coughs> Singing, which we've clarified. Singing. Pilot, nice. correct. He has his pilot license. Uh-huh. And golf. He has a one handicap. Ooh. All right. Do you know what <laughs> he is a Sorry. fan of? <laughs> uh, movie acting. <laughs> Movies. <laughs> Jordan doesn't know. <laughs> he has no idea. The Houston Astros. Oh. Um, he was born in Houston. We said this. Oh, do you want to know what his descent is? His like ancestry. Quaid. Do you want to guess? Scottish. Uh, English. Scottish and English. Mixed. You guys are close. English, Scots, Irish, ah. and Cajun slash. French. Cool. He's uh. known for his grin. Yes, he is. Smirk more so. And as we said, he was married three times, but he also has three kids. Don't know their names. He's probably a good dad. Well, I don't we know. saw that in the Parent <laughs> Trap. Oh yeah, Hallie and Annie turned out great. Yeah, he makes me feel uneasy, and that's it. That's all I have to say about him. You he's know, a good dad to his son, Chief, in Frequency, and I don't know if he's a dad in Vantage Point, but I feel like he is. I do want to talk about the next movie though, because I thoroughly thoroughly enjoyed this i jokingly i joking jokingly liked beneath the darkness but i love this next movie this is a movie that i've been trying to get a lot of my friends to watch because i like it's just really solid it's like really good filmmaking and i don't 
think a lot of people respect it. <laughs> you, also, you've been trying to get me to watch this movie for a very long time. I um, also like, appreciated it because, yes, it is a coming-of-age story, but it's not done in the traditional style. It's like a weird age group. Yeah. Um, it's also centered around a thing you don't see yeah, often exactly. yeah. it's like racing bike cycling racing. yeah cycling yeah. and italian like I, fr- I i know there are parts of the movie i i never think they're as big a part of the movie as they are when i see it but it's like the crux of the movie really yeah um the whore crux of the let movie? me let me Could give be. a quick synopsis before we jump into it so breaking away uh 1979 rated pg 101 minutes comedy drama romance so a small town boy oh. obsessed with the italian cycling team Vies for the affections of a college girl. Katarina. Now, I went into this thinking Dennis Quaid was going to be the lead. Me too. Actor. Mm-hmm. And for a while, it's like you don't know who the lead is right. or who is, who is this story centered around. It's like mostly centered around a group of boys. Mm-hmm. But then it starts to get away from that and just focus on one person. It's what it's mm-hmm. Mike, Dave, Moocher, and I forget the other kids. Cyril? Cyril. Cyril. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good call. Which brings me to my question for you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Do you like this movie specifically because Dennis Quaid's character's name is Mike? No, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yes. Yeah. I will have to say he is, is jacked. Jacked in this. He's yeah. swole. I know you he's guys made fun I mean, of me, but he's swole. I'd say he's more toned. He has a literal six pack. I mean, like he's he's not like big. No, he's just yeah, like he's chiseled. Ripped. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he's chiseled. <laughs> chiseled. I, he's chiseled. Not, I feel like when you say swole, I'm thinking like the yeah. Rock, Ronnie from Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah, swole's not the right word. Chiseled's the right word. Yeah. You guys used all the synonyms. I didn't get one. So. <laughs> There's more. Hot. He's, he's hot. <laughs> nah, he looks masculine. Brawny. Um, anyway, he's hot. Ronnie. I don't know. I, I love the opening like five minutes of them just like fucking around at the quarry and they're like singing and like Ugh. it's got that corny dialogue where it's like right here is where I lost all my will to live or whatever because yeah. I saw my girl that I really like making out yeah. with some guy and Dennis Quaid's like singing country songs. And Daniel yeah. Stern plays Cyril, the guy yeah. talking yeah. about who's like very existential and depressed and stuff. And he's from Shimokin. He's great. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's awesome. great. This That's is his first guy. movie. Yeah. He narrates yeah. The Wonder Years. Yeah. I think that... I mean, he's most famous for Home Alone, I would say. And he's in, like, uh, yo, Bushwhacked, too. Narr- yeah, Bushwhacked's good. Yeah. And narrowing the Wonder Years, I mean, that's a... Yeah, awesome. but... It's a pretty big I bet day. people... You don't see you his face, so... Him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's good, like, 70s humor, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like things were, like... Certain things were funny to them that, like, my dad would find funny. Oh, like yeah. the, uh, the racist dad in this movie? <laughs> the like... ideas. He's as He used to be as normal as pumpkin pie. Yo, what, what is the... Yo... Yo... I don't know what the ID thing is. Italian. Italian. Oh. Yeah, I, don't, like I didn't know what ID is. So, so basically one of the kids. Uh, also, the dad's Paul Dooley, who's like a famous yeah, he is. He's I've awesome. seen him in a bunch of stuff. He's so good. So the, 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 I guess the main character, Dave, is the cyclist, and he's just obsessed with Italian culture, and he wants to be an Italian person. And they make a Yo. reference. His parents make a reference to like he was so sick, and then once he started cycling and found like this Italian culture, mm-hmm. that's what made him better. So just enjoy it. He's like he- he's healthy again. But yeah. the mom is very cool. She supports it, and the dad is abusive about it, mm-hmm. like yeah. horrible about it. I didn't know. Yo, for a while, for the first probably twenty minutes, I thought 
Dave was a different character than the one that was hanging out with the friends. Oh. Because so, he's speaking Italian and stuff in front of his parents and his friends, he just acts normal. He acts right. normal. Which yeah. is, it threw me off. I thought, yeah. like, okay, who's this Italian guy? I feel like they would call him out really hard, which they well, do later on. Yeah, Dennis Quaid's character, Mike, at one point is like, you gotta cut it out with that. Yeah, shit. so I was definitely confused for a little bit, and then it, I caught on in yeah. it. But I also, like, it. everyone in the town thinks he's weird for riding the bike. Yeah, kind of. I love, oh man, I love when he's riding his bike on the highway behind the truck and the guy's uh, giving like the five I and the six. Oh, yeah. That might so be cool. my favorite part. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a nice little detail. I think it's my favorite part of the movie. It, it's funny that, um, so then the truck gets pulled over there, right? By the <laughs> cops. But like, can the cop pull someone on a bike over for going too fast? Like, are there think, speed I don't rules think for a bike? Highway. <laughs> I don't think it's, there's, it has to be a motorized vehicle. I think he uh, just, Well, I mean, I'm just saying like, okay, say he was on a regular road going 65 yeah. miles per hour. Could you get totally. pulled over for going too fast sure on a bicycle? Could. I think he just got away. I think away. it has to be a motorized vehicle. <laughs> uh, I thought you were talking about like the, uh, for being on the highway. Like, do you I, get oh, in trouble oh, for oh, that? Yeah, yeah, I don't um, know. Yeah. yeah. Can you go 60 miles per hour on a bicycle? Yeah, dude. I think so. For sure. Yeah, Especially going so. downhill. The helmet um, that he wears for doing those speeds is inappropriate. Oh, they had weird, like for the races, they had weird, like styrofoam just yeah. strips. Yeah, they on their seemed head. like they would do nothing for you if you <laughs> fell. Yeah, but they're very aerodynamic. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Most time he's just wearing a hat. So <laughs> yeah. then at one point, uh, the Italian cyclists actually come to the town of Bloomington. Correct. Bloomington, um, Indiana. And they. they they race like they do a national race or something there and he's so excited he you know he joins this race and he's performing well catches up to the italians who are way out and it breaks my heart what they do to yeah they're him. shitty about it they're yeah. so they're shitty literally you think they're his like idols. i thought at first they were going to accept him because they see him working really hard catch up to them and they're like they wave him on to take the lead for them and I thought they were going to let him, like, win the race, and then they all finish right after him. Yeah. But then they, like, mess something up with his chain. It changes gear. Changes gear. And then they put, like, a stick in his spoke. Yeah. And he falls, and, oh, it's... Yeah. I hated this that. But it's, like, character building, because then he goes home, and he's, like, it, like right. he breaks a little bit, and he's like, Papa. And he, like, gives his dad a big hug yeah. for the first time. It kind of, like, breaks, and his and dad's, that, like, super... Like, that's what I love. That yeah. moment is where the dad changes from... Being a hard ass and not agreeing yeah. with it to then. He says something I love. He said, I wanted you to be just a little, little bit miserable. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's like, I was tired. I was miserable. He's talking yeah. about when he was young. Yeah, he's when like, I, I wasn't young, happy. I was yeah. tired. I was miserable. Yeah. I like that. Um, uh, this movie holds true that all good coming of age movies have a quarry. Yeah. That <laughs> quarry is. So that's another thing. They kept calling everybody cutters. And oh, I was yeah. like, what does that mean? Right. And then you find out it's yeah. stone cutters. It was like, that's what the town was kind of and founded I th on. I think the term in like, like way back when, before it was like a drug term, like they called them stoners. And I think when they made the movie, they were, they had to like change it to cutters instead of oh. stoners. Cause it would have like a different connotation to it. Nice. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, the quarry is where they used to, I mean, they cut huge stones out of there and it just, yeah. it looks so cool. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And then it's, it's, it's one of those things too, where the dad is then like, well, you know, we worked really hard. We built this college, and now we can't even go on campus because we just feel weird. It's like always a yeah. new breed of people yeah. who, like, snub their nose at the townies. And what was that one scene where the dad goes back to the factory just to cut? Like, just to yeah. do it because he misses it, kind of? I think he misses the, like, the, the hardworking, truthful life. The, like, yeah. honest living. It was also when he was trying to 
tell Dave to get a job. So I was wondering if he was kind of like scoping it out for his son a little bit too, to see if there's any opportunities or something. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I liked that scene, but I didn't understand what like, was going yeah. on. I think it was just like companionship. Yeah, he yeah. just like missed that old life, so he went back for a day and just yeah. cut stone. Um, I have a question about Dennis Quaid's character. Mm-hmm. So he always has cigarettes. They're always very coolly rolled in his sleeve, mm-hmm. but he never lights one yeah. ever. He bite it. He don't light it. Yeah, he mm-hmm. bite it. He don't That's light true. it. What is that? What is? I don't get it. What's pro- I mean, yo, know, he looked great with his cigarettes. He, he makes a comment in the movie about like I used to be healthy and I'm still smoking all these damn cigarettes. Like he probably smokes them, you just don't see it on screen. He I don't really know. Dennis Quaid has one. a weird relationship with smoking things. He in this movie he <laughs> oh, just puts a cigarette and then he has uh, a cigarette. It's kind of funny. He does feel like the main character of the movie, and Daniel Stern feels a little more like the major yeah. part of the character, like major character of the movie. Moocher and Dave kind of like sit back in the group. Yeah. They're kind of like background. But Dave's, but Dave's the main like character. the vehicle <laughs> right. hey. yeah. Hey, oh, of the movie. Yeah, I, mean, I love that they all have their own personalities, too. Like, Moocher gets married, and Mike is, you know, his brother's a cop, and he used to be, like, hotshot, and now he's kind of mm-hmm. down on his Who's luck. Who's Moocher? Yeah. Moocher's the, the, the little guy. The little guy who I thought was in Beneath the Darkness. Uh, I was confused. He's, <laughs> he's in this That's one. what I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, I don't like that they call him the little guy, because he's not that little. I mean, well, his tiny. girlfriend's just really tall. Well, well no, that's true. He that's is, he is kind of little too, because then when he's like, "All right, get to work, shorty," and he punches the clock and like actually punches it and breaks it. Yeah. Like when people call him short, that's when he loses his temper. But yeah. at, so at the end, they do this like rice, this rice. <laughs> they do some rice. They <laughs> do some rice. This race where they all have to share one bicycle. But he can still reach the pedals. He can't. But he still looked small on. Yeah, it. he really looks. It's small. It, he's really stretching to, yeah. to pedal, pedal yeah. bike. Okay, I don't. I just want to say he's not that small. He's pretty short. He's not that small. I'll defend you. <laughs> hey, as a small yeah, person, I think you're trying to like, like kind of defend small people here. I'll defend for you. Yo, I was because I feel like you and Jordan are both small, and you're like he's not that small. Because I didn't. <laughs> He's got a big heart, like Simon Birch. Was, I think it was more the thing, like when I saw them as a group, I wasn't like, "Oh, look how tiny that guy is." Yo, you know what shot's awesome? When they're laying. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's, when it's she's shot. like standing next to the other boys, and he's really small. <laughs> Almost, <laughs> they're laying on that rock flat, and the camera's panning uh, from the that left. That shot's awesome. Right before Dennis Quaid dives down and lays in like the the fridge or the bottom. Yeah. That scene's so cool. But when he gets into that fridge and he comes out the other end, it's very anticlimactic. That was a weird prank <laughs> yeah. to do too, but. I mean, it's the '70s. What else? Are you I would do? love to jump into that quarry. Like Nick yeah, Thune just it did it. Looks like a lot of fun. Oh, <laughs> looks shout great. out Nick Thune. Also, he swims in jeans all the time. Yeah. yeah Yo, how about the so scene heavy. where he challenges the other kids that Ooh. come to the quarry? He basically the challenges kids. one. Of them. Yeah, they're college, and they seem like like actual college swimmers, like the swim. Oh yeah, they're the diving yeah. team right. or something. And he challenges one of them, kind of territorial. And he gets smoked and then bops his head off a rock <laughs> and almost drowns. <laughs> that part's yeah. really sad. That was a realistic sad. scene, though. Yeah. It was kind of cool. I get their frustration, too. They're like, this is our quarry. We live here. They've yeah. got a whole campus. They have to come here. So he's like, all right, they're coming here. We're going on campus. Yeah. And then uh, Daniel Stern gets his thumb stuck in the bowling ball and uses that in the fight and everything. Yeah. That's kind of that cool. cool I just felt like when he hits his head on that rock and then continues to go, my heart just, like, broke. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this movie's a real similar plot to the movie Rad. Have you guys ever seen that 80s BMX movie Rad? No. It's a similar thing no. where it's like big town, or sorry, small town, big business comes to the town for a race or whatever, and yeah. they like the whole hometown kind of rallies around this little hometown kid. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of similarities. Like the parents are kind of like 
strict. And I, don't I will say for like a movie that like an older movie like 1979 that it came out. Like I feel like a lot of like older like coming of age movies don't hold up as well. This one held, and I feel like it held up really, really well. Agreed, yeah. I, I mean, agree. this yeah. also won an Oscar for the best screenplay. I think it was like oh. yeah. the 52nd Oscar. Oh really? Or, yeah, it's got this it's like movie, best original screenplay. This I didn't know it was that solid. popular. I, it feels like an indie movie or like yeah, almost it really like a student does. movie, especially yeah. with like the credits rolling at the end. We'd like to thank uh, Bloomington. Yeah. yeah, it seems like it was like a college student like shot mm-hmm. the movie. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, it seems very. Low budget, not yeah. very big. And I found a thing that was shot on spring break, and then immediately after that, there was this thing called like the coal strike of 1978. So it was just shot in this three or four week span over that time on campus when no one was around, which is like oh. kind of a cool opportunity for yeah. you to be able to do it. Um, I learned something about myself during this movie. <laughs> Please share. Oh, wow. I literally know absolutely nothing about biking. Ooh. Yeah. What do you need to know? <laughs> That's a fair question. Well, you just, okay. so, just pedal. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, that. Well, but I don't also, know how to do that. The way he was tuning up the bike was really, really cool with the old bike. And yeah. then the when last, the tires. The last race when they do the exchange mm-hmm. was something I never knew you did that in cycling. I mean, like, I don't. I've never seen that before. Like the run next to it, other guy hop on yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah. the fact that like, like weaving in and out of those people. Like, how does that work? Like. I feel like it's the same with any sort of like, even if you watch like NASCAR racing, like that's like the same like weaving like in and out. It's like the same like idea. NASCAR. (laughs) NASCAR. How do you spell it? NASCAR. What I don't understand (laughs) is like um, the way they line up in the beginning of these races. Like, does the person in the back have just such a disadvantage? I would assume it's some sort of like heat or like a like ranking or something yeah. i don't that, know that was my other question was that too like they're just laid they laid their bikes on the ground and it's like okay well it, is that like a handicap like with they golf? got he got their last <laughs> there's one thing we haven't brought up at all which is kind of like it's a little unhealthy so the kid's obsessed with being italian wants to be italian he meets a girl in the meantime a college girl Catherine. 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 <laughs> but he poses as an italian when he first meets her and sticks to it until he kind of has a failing when he like when he races against the italians and they they do that to him he like gets bummed and he wants to kind of back out so then he reveals himself to her as just like this american kid from indiana and it really puts into perspective how crazy what he was doing was. Though. But she's yeah. very sweet about it too. Then she realized that they kind of liked each other. She's she mad comes at back first. And she's like, she hey, slaps I'm, him. I'm leaving for the summer. Blah blah. Yeah. yeah. She slaps him, yeah. and I was like, "You go, girl. You slap him. He lied to you." <laughs> but how good is the scene of him, uh, Daniel Stern, playing guitar and him singing, oh, I interspersed it. with the parents dancing and having a romantic oh, moment? It's so sweet. I love when the dad pulls the pen protector out of his pocket as like a sign <laughs> yeah. of like business time. It's like sexy Ooh, time. I didn't put that together. Um, but I also found that a little weird too that they're like older, older parents, and that's when they they have sex and. She gets pregnant. The mom gets pregnant. It's really weird yeah. that like the son was pushing for a, another kid. Like, and it, Italians have big families. Yeah. Well, like, and, but the parents are like very old. old. Yeah. Yeah. Like very old. Oh, yeah. And PJ Souls is the girl who makes the phone call. And she's like, hey, Catherine, the song's singing for Catherine right now. She's the girl that picks up the phone oh. calls her. Does she look familiar at all? No. Uh, not really. Mm. She doesn't do much for Linda me. Linda from Halloween. Yo, PJ Souls doesn't do much for me. Like, you guys but, are nuts. Yeah. She gets Rip stabbed Randall. on the couch in, in Halloween. She gets what? In bed. 
or bad. She gets stabbed in Halloween. I'm more of a, a nightmare on Elm Street guy. So. That's fair. Wes Craven, former Wine Access customer. Wes Craven, greater than, greater than, greater than. There's some good one-liners where it's like, oh, are you guys lost? Well, why don't you get lost now? <laughs> when someone's like, uh, I think all you really need to get married is like blood and relatives. And he was like, well, I got both. So it's like that like 70s wit. Mm-hmm. I like that stuff. I think it's funny. Yeah, I don't really like... Um, I have, like, a thing where, like, I don't like old movies. Yeah. And this is definitely teetering on, like, the... The line. The older yeah. side. True. And I still liked it, which is... Which means something, you it know? It does mean Hell something. Yeah. 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 No, I was uh, pleasantly surprised by this movie. It's super tight. Shot really well. Colors are cool. Yeah. I also like this the, like, um, costuming in this movie. I think it's, like, charming. <laughs> and... Like all the like the sh- the shirts with the team names on it, and the like colors. The yeah. yeah, the color scheme's really great. I don't know. They do a good job with that, with matching the tone of the attire to the mood of the movie. I like mm-hmm. then at the very end of the movie too. Uh, he meets a French girl. Oh, I love <laughs> and he's pretending that. To be French. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so that. cute. And then the dad, hello, Papa, or whatever. Yeah. And then he like the, it's a freeze frame of the dad like on the bike going. Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> I love a nice freeze frame yeah. ending. Yeah. So yeah. weird, but it wasn't. It was like a fake out ending because then they do like almost like live stream of the town. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Over the credits or mm-hmm. under the credits. Mm-hmm. Um, also for the race, they show the last like two and a half laps in real time, which yeah. is really yeah, crazy. The race <laughs> cool. scene was like intense. It was, it was yeah. so good. Let's yeah. shout out our film friend and how good he was at biking. Yeah. Yeah. He he surprised a lot of people yeah. and how bad daniel stern was at biking he looks yeah, so yeah. lanky he looks oh, horrible yeah, on horrible. the bike it's funny. and then dead. i just love like there's like respect and sportsmanship when they announced that the team won like the other teams even that the were... college kids exactly like, yeah. the, the, oh, and his the, dad comes his to dad's watch. his dad's sitting there in his car with a slice of pizza and a coke yeah. doing like race moves on his steering wheel <laughs> yeah, and stuff and then he's like the i gotta get there yeah yeah dennis quay's character is supposed to be like the dick of the group right I think oh, so. he's I a hothead. That. That's what I got. Sure. Hothead. Actually, I, I the hothead's the other kid. The, Moocher. Yeah. Oh, he has a bad attitude too. Yeah. He literally starts the fight at the bowling alley. He punches a clock. But Dennis Quaid but, is one of those. He peaked in high school, and like yeah. his yeah. life is not ever going to reach yeah. that would, height again. I would say he's not a hothead, but he just has a bad attitude. Yeah. I would say that, and then it's I, like I cool. definitely say he's a hothead though. Like the littlest things he sees, the college kids across town, it like peeves, it like peeves him off. Yeah, <laughs> he, he really peeves him off. Yeah. Uh, uh, dude, really they tried a TV sequel for or prequel for this. I, I did think. see that. I would love to watch that. I don't know where I could. Or There's a couple of the same it? characters that were in it. Too. Yeah, I think like Moocher yeah. came back, and maybe the mom or the something. The mom and like dad, that. maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, I advise against it. Yeah. Pee Wee's Big Top. That's all I have to say. Oh, what? Okay. Wait, why are no, you no, no, comparing? No, no, a prequel TV show. Yeah, I'm saying like anything that's like tries to extend a universe of something that you oh. love. Oh. Sure. That's fair. Logan's You've Run, good example. Yeah. <laughs> a woman's born. Maybe I just love the 70s. Logan's Run was great too. Is Would this be Dennis Quaid's breakout role? I think it's like one of his first movies. Yeah, it's probably his... I don't know that, the, that it ever really broke out. I think the mom was recognized for her role and the screenplay was recognized, but I don't think any of like the kids were all that like i don't think dave did very much the yeah. mom was great and yeah the, the mom's, mom's awesome she's so yeah. good when she like subtly cries when um he's hugging the dad is such mm-hmm. a great scene yeah. that uh, scene in general is like the dad was, was awesome. great i really yeah. like yeah, the, the, the dad the dad had a lot around. of ups and downs yeah. and he was mm-hmm. cool like the way like he talked to his kid about like Literally, when they were kids, like mm-hmm. it, it just made you like yeah. feel for him. Yeah. They're like, like a, walking around. Camp. You yeah. understand because at first you're like, God, this guy's abusive. Like he literally wants his son to die at one point because <laughs> um, he eats his French fries. Yeah. And like I you're like, God, this guy's an asshole. But then the more he reveals about his past, 
what he's going through, and then his whole turnaround supporting his son was like his realization. Like it was a little extreme, but it also felt like natural in a sense. We're like, oh shit, like this is actually how you feel. It's not just like you trying to fuck with me. It's like an actual. (laughs) I would desire totally suggest this movie for a lot of different people. Like no matter what you're into, I think there's something in this movie that you'll enjoy it's it's, a it's solid, really solid relatable I yeah think. it is also i i feel like people don't uh feel for dave hard enough when he gets injured he gets jacked up and, oh he my gosh, yes. and like i don't like he's getting his leg wrapped up his parents don't really seem to care they I take think, his like, foot I, to the panel yeah i think like mike's brother is the one who's the cop or whatever is like more concerned for him than anybody yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, he comes I question, back and kills I question well, they had to be far behind after all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> after literally not getting on the bike between yeah. transfers, having some pretty crappy riders. But you suspend that and I don't think right. they were not, not concerned. I think their friends were just knew how much this race was. Yeah. yeah. I'm saying his parents should have oh, been more concerned. Yeah. His mom <laughs> yeah. was just standing there looking at him. His dad was a stone cutter. Yeah. <laughs> he was stone cold Steve. Um, he what, sells cars. What would you guys, what would you initially rate it now after kind of uh, gushing over it? What would you rate it on? Who wants to go uh, first? I'll go first. I usually go first. That's true. Um, a 7.8. Interesting. Hard or soft? Um, Soft 7.8, hard 7.9. Cool. Interesting. Not the direction I expected that I, to go in. I don't <laughs> know if that makes sense. Um, <laughs> interesting hard, that you soft. say that because I originally had a 7.3. Now I want to bump it up to a 7.8. Yeah, soft or hard? I would say not soft or hard, but solid. Ooh, so would you some say would s- say solid would be hard. Would you say <laughs> sunny side up? Um, Over medium. Oh, wow. Oh, that's how I take my eggs. <laughs> Me too. Usually. I take my eggs uh, over medium now that Kate and I have become best friends. Um, I initially rated a hard 8.5. I'm going to turn that soft. <laughs> and I'm gonna bump it up to a hard 8.7. Love it. Nice. Uh, I've seen this movie a bunch, and it used to be a, a solid 10 for me. Hard 10. It was. It used to be a hard 10. Now it's a hard nine. Ooh. Ooh. It's Why a hard did it go down? Life. So, like I said before, it didn't make sense when I said it before. But I watched it pretty recently, and then watching it again in quick succession, it was like uh, not as exciting the or something. Or, there's a lot of replay value. I feel like I could watch this a bunch, just not like. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, maybe maybe replay that. <laughs> I don't know. So we'll say it's a soft nine. It's a hard. Uh, it's a soft nine. Could become a ten. Probably won't go lower than a nine. Okay. Does it like waver between nine and ten for you? It's Is so, some days it's a nine. Does some it days ever it's get hard? It's the Wizards of Waverly Place between nine and ten. It does sometimes get hard, but most of the time it's very soft. Oh, okay. I love that answer. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is it getting hot here again? Uh, Kate, do you have anything to say about the uh, Parent Trap? Uh, yeah, yeah, you look like you have something to say. About <laughs> I, was, I, wanted, I wanted to talk Parent Trap with you for a second. I wanted to rap about it, but I love when they go camping and oh. it gets all fucked up. Sweet dreams, mommy dearest. I like when they are on the the ship, the QE two, and the butler is there, and he's Jesse and Martin. He is the they're the best. Mm-hmm. I love the wedding dress dance scene with the mom. Oh yes, you guys really know the parent. I'm more. I was definitely more of a Mary Kate and Ashley. Kid. They bond over I, Oreos at a summer camp, um, and they didn't yeah. know they were sisters separated at birth. Dude. They got banned to a cabin alone, just the two of yeah, them. Yeah, but have you ever seen It Takes Two? I've seen that too as well. Is I've that seen the uh, that's better. 
I don't know if they're better <laughs> or worse. I wouldn't compare them. Okay. I wasn't ever a parent trap person, but I was a mouse trap person. Like Fun. the I've board game? I've never seen it. Like the board like game? Nathan Lane. What's that movie? Mousetrap. <laughs> Mousetrap. Is it called? Why Are does that compare chicken at run? all? <laughs> Jordan saw Trap. it on like a recommended thing on Amazon this week. So he's been thinking That's about like it That's like Jordan's lot. like, it's uh, like genre. Trap is in the title. So I was going to oh. say Mousetrap around the time I was into Parent Trap. It's fun to set the whole board game up and then just knock it down. But the, yeah. I've never played the game. Yeah, neither have I. Neither have I. I have. I knew exactly how to set it up perfectly and make the whole like Rube Goldberg machine yeah. go. So but. my nephew is obsessed with Mousetrap. And he knows how to set it up without reading directions on how to do it. How old is so your nephew? Like he, 15, 16? <laughs> he, when we were playing this, he was like five. Burn. <laughs> and he actually made me play it with the rules. Oof. Oof. Ice woman. Oof. That's a parent trap quote. Huh. <laughs> well, huh. with all these burns, I think it's getting hot in here again. So take off all my clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time to put you back on. It's been a cold seat since you've been gone. Oh, just burn me a little bit. But it's hot again. So it's, let's throw you on again. the hot seat. Let's okay. see how you do. All let's, right. Let's do it. First. All right. I have, I have one. Oh, go. Um, we just watched Breaking Away. No, we didn't. We just reviewed it, though. <laughs> <laughs> Answer, yes. Uh, and in that name for their bike group in the race, they were called the Cutters. Yeah. If us four in this room had to have a name for a bike race, what would it be? It'd say the cutters, but it'd have a cross to the C and say B and just be like the butters. Oh, sick. <laughs> oh. It wouldn't be the like, spare ribs. Uh, oh, I'm, I don't that's deserve a, the hot seat. That's a shout out for us and us only. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Joshua Butterline. Yeah. Our old bowling team. Yeah, we we won. Champions. We honestly got a participation trophy. <laughs> <laughs> The, at twenty six, <laughs> we were the only people that showed up every week, yeah. which I cherish. Yeah, I cherish it too. Um, I also cherish it. I do want to just call Kate out. She doesn't know how to ride a bike. I was. That was my follow up oh. question. Was if this was our team, what would you do with me? You, oh, you guys, actually can't ride a bike. I can pedal and go straight. I can't turn or stop or Ooh. use gears. What would we do with you? Yeah, would I be like maintenance, water maintenance, person, water, uh, ride on someone's shoulders or something, uh, push you? Oh, yo, you could be we like could get a tandem bike. Yeah, you can ride it. Or, or you could have like the extra bike on the side that has like the training wheels or like Ooh, a like cl- or like a tricycle. <laughs> okay. I, feel, I could see you riding like a recumbent bike. Oh, <laughs> sick. <laughs> I'm down. Could be fun. Oh, Whatever works. Oh. I was like, how do I contribute to this team? Hey, it do you takes have a, a question, village. Ladybug? Or Kate? <laughs> there was a ghost you and a ladybug in the room. <laughs> you have a question. There's ladybugs in the <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield classic. There are Jonathan Brandis. Um, my question was this is kind of more of like a burn, but. Well, it is hot. So. Get me. If you, you guys burned the shit out of me last week. <laughs> if you loved this movie so much, why have you never tried to dress like him, the biker guy? <laughs> yeah, Yo, you That's should get one easy. of those biker Because I don't like to wear biking clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you never even thought honestly... about the hat. Yo, you would look cool in wait, one wait. of those. Hats. Wait, I'm coming at you, real quick. I want one of those hats really bad. <laughs> like what hat? What? Where's the... <laughs> 
<laughs> Where's the logic in that? Like, so if Mike, you like a movie, you start to dress like the character. Because Mike likes surfing, and he bought a surfboard. Well, that's not because why of I Endless a, Summer. That's not why I bought a surfboard. He watched well, a lot of Endless surfing, Summer, and then it, he bought a surfboard. So if he watched Breaking Away a lot, why didn't he dress like a biker? But he does. What he like biking. <laughs> the biking hat with the little brim that he wears. The oh God! One. I could. Yeah, why don't you dress up like Michael Myers? <laughs> you like Halloween? Dress like him. I've tried. Okay, so both of these movies, um, we're skipping over that question. <laughs> the answer is, I don't know. I'll start doing it. Uh, both of these movies had interesting endings. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one ended with a fourth wall break, <laughs> unforgettable fourth wall break. And then the, the second one ended kind of with like a freeze frame of the dad with a goofy face. Yeah. What? <laughs> and we uh, I'll just ask the question Because I think I know what you're going to say What is the best fourth wall break in your opinion? <laughs> I guess I just have to say the obvious one uh, Mission Impossible 3 oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> Ethan Hunt runs up a wall Looks at the ca- Lays down and looks at the camera and says Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall <laughs> Yo, first of all, he's laying down on the wall, <laughs> not even sitting. That's the most unnecessary fourth wall J- What break. was J.J. Abrams thinking? That he liked that nursery rhyme as a kid? Yo, I don't know. It was crazy. We rewound it and we're like, did that happen? No um, one believes you. Besides that, though, I don't really know of that many good fourth wall breaks. Do you have any examples? No. Like, I, I, I can't I think did. of any off the no. top of my head. I mean, really. the, the most famous ones are probably Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That was my other like, example. Yeah. The is at the famous. end, yeah, yeah, um, Saved by the Bell. Is... But we don't Whoa, talk about many. TV. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> um, well, my follow-up was: What's the best ending scene that you could think of? Best ending scene in like any movie. In any movie. Damn. Yo, it's the that's hot a, seat. That, that, that yo, a, that's fucking hot, that bro. What's your question. favorite ending of all time? Uh, for some reason, the one that's coming to me is like a similar credits rolling over top of a like a still shot at the end of House of the Devil, where spoiler alert, she's like pregnant and tries to kill herself because she is present pregnant with the devil, and uh, the nurse walks up and is just like, "You're both, or you're gonna be okay, both of you," and like that's. I don't know. That kind of yeah, similar to that. Uh, Kate and I watched this recently. Rosemary's Baby yeah. has an uh, awesome yeah. ending. Scene. Very similar kind mm-hmm. of very iconic. Thing, Rose yeah. Bay. When I think about like an ending still shot, though, I can only think about that Harry Potter one where he's on the broom and he flies and it freeze frames on him like in the air, like with a doofy <laughs> face. And also another good freeze frame is uh, Breakfast Club. Oh, classic uh, fist yeah. in the air. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, that's Don't a classic. You Do you have any other hot seat? Yeah. So because this is um, repeat season, I have new questions for second time around. Oh shit! I think I know the one question. If I listened yeah. last week, yeah, then you probably second do. Favorite Michael featuring John Travolta. <laughs> 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 Let me ask the questions first. First of all, the first question is: If um, you were to make your family out of famous people, who yeah. would it be? This is—I like this. Kurt question. Russell would be my dad. <laughs> Checks out. My mom would be PJ Souls. <laughs> uh, actually, my parents would be Pat Sajak and Vanna White. Absolutely correct. That's not what they would be. That's what they That's are. That's what they currently are. Uh, no, uh, we'll go with Dennis Quaid. PJ Souls is like a pretty good. They'd be like the coolest parents. Wait, Dennis Wait. Quaid's your dad? Oh, sorry, Kurt Russell. Oh, I was like, wow, we were just talking about how enough, yeah. Dennis Quaid's my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that means Randy Quaid's your uncle too. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> and Barry and 
Bobby. 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 And Bobby. Uh, and my sister. How many siblings do I have? As many as you want. Oh, my goodness. Um, this is yeah, your This could be any family. type of family you want. You it can even be... name your pets. Oh, man. My pet would be Comet from Full House. Ooh. Um, my sister would be. I don't know. I'm going way too long. Um, no. No, you not, not long enough. Not long yeah. enough. My sister would be Angela Trimber. Mm. <laughs> I don't have sex with your sister. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> creepy. Uh, that's it. Whatever. Who cares? <laughs> uh, we care. Oh, then my brother would be. <laughs> no, that's I'm good with. I'm good with a, a. What do they call it? A traditional family. family. Uh, nuclear. Family. Nuclear family. Ooh. So do you have some uncles sprinkled in there? <laughs> yeah, that's well, it's, true. It's, uh, it's Uncle fine. Dennis. It's fine. <laughs> that's the next. Question. It checks yeah. out. Um, as you spoiled the next question, you know my favorite Michael. What is your favorite Michael? You can even say yourself. Michael featuring John Travolta. <laughs> Sick. Fair. He's a weird angel. <laughs> All right. Yes, yeah, is. that's it. Cool. cool. Bailey, do you have any hot seat questions? Um, just I want more. I don't really ask time. hot seat questions anymore. I'm so and you came up with this segment. You. Yeah, I you. Come, I'm the idea man, but I'm not. I don't have these kind of ideas. What ideas Wait, what? are you providing? <laughs> do you have like the in, hot seat? Let's think of another. Do you have like one. inventions um, and stuff? Any cool inventions you want to get out there? Um. Well, you did come up with the dating history. No, dating. I came up with that. Well, it I over took it. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you're just stealing ideas. And that that yeah. actually reminds me. Um, if you guys want to hear us dive into any other aspects of the film friends out there, let us know. Reach out to us. Yeah. Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, email, text, letter. Speaking of Twitter, we had a Twitter poll this week. Thank you oh, to everyone shit, who did. contributed to the Twitter poll. Um, so this yeah. week's Twitter poll was... <laughs> Will Brendan Fraser ever be back on top? Yes, no, he never left, he never was. All right, 18% said yes, he will be back on top. 27% said no, he will not be back on top. And 55% said he never left. And thank you for all those who did not choose to vote for he never has. <laughs> We appreciate you. If I most. would, if I were to have voted, which I, am I allowed to vote? Sure, you voted last time. I did vote. That was I felt strongly. Are you about skewing it. our numbers? <laughs> yes, I have several Twitter accounts which I skew every time. Um, I was gonna say, uh, no, he never was. <gasps> what? <laughs> Are you like a Fraser hater? Yo, yeah. I don't get his hype. I would have voted he never left. (laughs) Yo, I don't get his type. (laughs) Mike, you said you voted. I did. I said he never left. Ah, good, good choice. I don't believe he's ever left. Because it's a a movie (laughs) and joy. Very. That's right. Oh man, best interview of all time. Mm Cool. Um, so Mike, what have you seen recently, and what are you looking forward (laughs) to? Mission Impossible One, Two, and Three. (laughs) And then you're looking forward to Ghost Protocol. (laughs) Yeah. I actually am. We made a, a hot date for Thursday night to go see the new uh, Mission Impossible, which I'll be very excited for. Yeah, I've been watching a lot of a lot of movies with my friend Joey Breeding. We have a podcast that's going to be coming out where it's going to be whiny uh, records and cheesy movies. It's going to be called Wine and Cheese. Uh, things that we've watched have been Bridget Jones' Diary mixed with Diary by uh, Sunny Day Real Estate 
and we watched Holy Ghost by Modern Baseball. Or no, we listened to Holy Ghost by Modern Baseball and watched Angels in the Outfield. Ooh, nice. Uh, and some other stuff that we'll have coming out at some point. I'm looking forward to that podcast very much and i'm also looking forward to the war the podcast wars that oh, yeah. mm-hmm. we'll, re- we'll record an ad for you guys okay and then you'll record an ad for us and we'll swap okay love it or something I or we we'll just keep it <laughs> or we'll just keep it yeah um but you know as the listeners know longtime listeners you were on a previous podcast where we just had a lot of beef yeah Let's bring it back. Let's bring it back. Oh, I was going to say the opposite. Let's let's mend a bridge. I'll bring in some unconditional love. I'm I'm good for okay, it. There okay. we go. No more kiss of death. <laughs> kiss um, of love. Oh well, well, hey guys, this is the last episode in the studio. Thank oh, you. Fuck. Gonna miss it. Thank um, you, studio. It still looks pretty full for being, <laughs> for being yeah. an empty studio. It's very full. But uh, hopefully, we find a new studio within the week. Um, the GoFundMe is doing really well. <laughs> so is the Venmo that we made. The Venmo yeah. account. Do you guys really have a GoFundMe going? No. no. <laughs> oh, yeah. We start. We we threw around the idea of a Venmo profile. Oh, I heard that. Yeah. But I, someone here didn't make it. That said, they would make it. Well, I heard there was there was some social media stuff <laughs> oh, that you had sorry, to wait until the end of the end of the episode for. I was on pins and needles the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, didn't you join? A oh, FML. <laughs> I still didn't really pick up on what that was. <laughs> you really we'll go to the movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, this studio has a lot of good memories. The ghost has left. <laughs> ghost has left, but Robert Pattinson's coming with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, don't worry, guys. Same time, new place next week. <laughs> Same people. And always, as always, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming on, Mike. Oh, thanks oh, for having me. Mike. I hope to be back in the new studio at some yeah, point. Yeah, Michael, thank course. you. I'm an expert of many things, so if you ever need some you know, some consulting work, I'm happy for a good okay. expert yeah. title every time Yeah, you got on. coming of age expert mm-hmm. even though Bailey's feeling salty. <laughs> Yo, I, uh, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> thanks for listening. Hit us up on social media. Give us a call. <laughs> Yo, we'll I'll see. drop my phone number right now. Do it. 215-429-5566. Text me your Can't thoughts. confirm it or deny. <laughs> also can't because I saved it in my phone never looked at the number again. True. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Michael Shannon. Do you think people are going to text me? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs>